Welcome back to the Global Tehillim and Physic Daily Call. On behalf of the Orthodox Union, this is Naftali Herman. It's great to be back with each and every one of you. Thank you so much for joining the program and for making it a part of your day on Yom Shlishi, the 22nd day of the month of Tammuz. Thank you to all of our incredible and generous sponsors for their continued support. To sponsor upcoming programs, please visit OU.org forward slash call. Please note that the deadline to submit a dedication for tomorrow's program is today at 5 p.m. Eastern. Today's program is sponsored in part by Paul and Karen Goldstein, Leila Nishmat, their beloved granddaughter, Malka Bracha, Olavashalom Bat, Harav Shimon Chaim, and Rina Miriam, may her neshama have an aliyah. On behalf of the OU, it is my distinct honor to welcome back to the Daily Call and introduce Rabbi Ephraim Polikoff of Congregation Based Fila in Woodmere, New York, to share the Rishizek, which will be immediately followed by Rabbi Polikoff, slowly reciting our daily four chapters of Tehillim, Perek Chaf, Gimel, Kuf Chabalef, and Kuf Lamed. Those are chapters 20, 23, 121, and 130. They'll be followed by the Mishaberach HaKolim with a sizable pause to insert the names of the individuals for whom we are davening for. And Rabbi Polikoff will conclude with the recitation of Achenu. Bechavod, with great honor, Rabbi Polikoff. Thank you, Rabbi Herman. I want to begin by thanking the OU for arranging this uh, incredibly important call uh, to have people take out of their time uh, each and every day to come and listen to Divrei Torah. Divrei Chizuk is such a beautiful thing. And a special thank you to Rabbi Herman for constantly arranging and uh, be taking care of all the logistics behind the call, which is not always so easy. But a big thank you to, uh, to Rabbi Herman. I looked at my notes. This is Baruch Hashem, my fourth time delivering the call. And Amir uh, Hashem, the call should give uh, many people chizik for many years to come. Last summer, my family and I had the great privilege of visiting Eretz Yisrael for a couple of weeks. And one of the beautiful things that I noticed in Eretz Yisrael, which... Uh, living in a quote-unquote in-town community uh, in America that I don't always see here was the, this, the, the different types of Jews that all joined together in the shuls and the shtiblach in uh, Yerushalayim and throughout the land of Israel to come together and to daven. I distinctly remember being in the shtiblach in Katamon and seeing all sorts of Jews, Datsilumi, Haredi, and then everything in between coming together and just davening together. And it's really such a beautiful thing, which, again, unfortunately, we don't see all that often uh, in the in-town communities here in America. And it's something that I think really expresses itself <clears throat> in this week's Parsha. We know this week's Parsha is Masas Masay, a double Parsha, but in the second Parsha, Parsha Masay, the death of Aaron HaKohen is described in, uh, in detail. And the Pasuk tells us, Vayal Aaron HaKohen Hor Hahar, that Aaron HaKohen went up to, uh, to the mountain of Hor Hahar, Al Pi Hashem, based on the word of Hashem, by Yom Hashem, and there he died. Bishnat Harbayim, Lutzeis and Yisrael, Eretz Mitzrayim, in the 40th year of Bnei Yisrael coming out of Mitzrayim. And the very next passage tells us how old he was. The Aaron ben Shalosh ve'Asimu Ma'ashana, the Mosoba Hor Hahar, that Aaron was 123 years old when he died. Now, in this parasha, we don't really have a description of what the reaction of Bnei Yisrael was to Aaron's passing. But if we look back in Parshas Chukas, the Torah tells us that when the Jewish people saw that Aaron died, and the entire 
congregation saw that Aaron had passed, and the entire community of B'nai Yisrael cried for Aaron for 30 days. And Rashi picks up on the seemingly unnecessary phrase at the end, Kol Beis Yisrael. Why do we need that phrase there at the end of the Pasuk that the entire community of the, of the Jewish people cried for Aaron? And Rashi points out it's because Ha'anashim Ve'hanashim, both the men and the women cried. Not just the men who may have had daily interactions with Aaron HaKohen, but even the women cried for Aaron's passing. Why? Because Aaron constantly pursued peace and always was trying his utmost to ensure love and harmony between those who were quarreling and between husband and wife. And in fact, the Torah tells us that because of this great mourning after Aaron's passing, Aaron died, the Torah tells us, on the first day of Av, Rosh Chodesh Av, which is coming up just next week on Wednesday, and that's the day in the name of the Baha'i, he quotes, that's the day, Shemitanin Bohem Torah, that Mizel Raisa from the Torah. We fast on this day. The death of Aaron left such a void and, and left such an impact on B'nai Yisrael. And we know the Mishnah in Avos, in uh, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Yudayus tells us, Hillel would say that a person should always strive to be from the students of Aaron HaKohen. Oev Shalom, one who loves peace. Verodev Shalom, one who pursues peace. Oev Esabrios, one who loves all of humanity and brings them close to Torah. And I think that if we think about each of these for a moment, they shed such important light on how we need to interact with others around us. Oev Shalom means that we have to love peace. As Rabbi Norman Lamb, Zichron al explained, that means that peace is an ideal. It's not a truce. Rabbi Lamb writes to the person who is ambitious and opportunistic. Peace is only a truce, a poor second best, a total victory for his own ruthless pursuits. The person who always wants to win, who always wants to be on top. So for him, peace is a truce. Oev Shalom teaches us that's not the case. That's not how Yiddishkeit views Shalom. But peace is an ideal. Peace is something that we need to strive for. Rodev Shalom. It's not true. We can't just be satisfied with finding peace. We have to actively seek out peace. And then, of course, how do we get there? By being Oev Sabrios when we love others. Just because they're Hashem's creations, then that will truly bring us to peace. As we know, the, uh, we're, we're in the period of the three weeks now, Rosh Chodesh of the nine days beginning next Wednesday. And of course, we know that we're mourning the destruction of the two Batei Mikdash. And the Gemara in Yuma tells us on Daf Tes on the days that the second day Samikdash was destroyed despite the fact that people were busy learning Torah, involved in mitzvot, involved in chesed, but it was destroyed because of Sinas Chinam. And the Gemara tells us that you see from here that Sinas Chinam is equal to the big three Averos, Avodazara, idol worship, Giloy Arayos, immoral relations, and Shvichus in murder, because those were the causes of the destruction of the first Beit HaMikdash. How careful we have to be at this time, especially, at all times, but especially at this time, in the three weeks and the nine days, to think about Shalom, to be Oev Shalom and Rodev Shalom, and try to stay away as much as we can from anything that smacks of Machlokas. Rav Pinkus used to say, that, you know, Shalom is boring, Machlokas is exciting. It's something to talk about, something to get involved with, something to chat about. Shalom is boring, and that's why people get caught up in it. Sometimes it gives people a chance to be heard and get involved, while otherwise they're on the sidelines. And he brings the marshal of a young firefighter who loves the action. When there's a large inferno, he loves the action of jumping in. But we know it's not something that we want, because Chas Shalom, people can get hurt, people can get killed when there's fire. 
Machlokis is like fire. It's like playing with fire. People get hurt. People get killed. People are, are impacted, sometimes in a lifelong negative way because of Machlokis. We have to be like Aaron HaKohen, Oev Shalom, Verodev Shalom, as much as we can. And the bracha I give to all of you who are listening today is to think about all of your interactions and your relations in life, whether it's with family members, close or extended, whether it's, whether it's with people in your shul community, in your school communities, in your broader community, and of course, all of Klal Yisrael. To be Oevis Abrios, to love everyone just because they're a Jew, and of course, even humanity, because they're creations of Hashem, and to make sure that whatever we do, the purpose is Shalom, and the goal is Shalom, to be constantly Oev Shalom, in love with Shalom, and to pursue and be Rodev Shalom, and stay as far away from Achlokas as much as we can. And Hashem, with that, we will each continue to build those bricks that we need for the binyan of the Bayish Lishi, in Heir of the Amenu. Amen. We're going to continue by reciting Tehillim. We're going to begin with Perek 20, chapter 20, Perek Chof, chapter 20, and I'll say it slowly so others can say it along with me. Chapter 23. <laughs> Taroch le fanai shulchan neget toreroi, di shantav Hashem en roshi kosi rivayo. Achtov oches de judeful mi kol yemei chayoi, di shavti beveis adunoi, li orech yamin. Ilim perek kufchof aleph, chapter 121. Shir lamalo, tesoi na yel heorim, meyai nevalo ezri. Ezri meim adunoi, osei shamayim voleh. Finally, Tehillim Parakuf Lamid, chapter 130. 
כי מכועת ריחו למען תיבורא, כי ביסיינה כי ביסא נפשי, ולדברו הוכחתי. נפשי לאדוני משומרים לבוקר, שומרים לבוקר, יאחל ישראל על אדוני, כי אם אדוני יחסד והרבה עמו חידוס, והוא יפץ ישראל מכל אבונותו. מי שברך אבותינו אברהם יצחוק ויעקב משה ויעברון דוד ושלמה הוא יברך וירפא את החולים בעבור שאנחנו מתפללים בעבורו, מביא את זה הקדוש ברוך הוא יבלה רחמים עליהם, ואחרים אמרו רב פורסם הלך הזה כמה לך היוצאון, ישלח לו הם ומאירו רפואה שלמה מן השמיים, וכל מברים ובכל גידיהם, בסוף שאור חולי ישראל, רפואת הנפש ורפואת הגובה, שטוב הגולו בזמן קוראים, עומדים מבין ביום ובין ביבשה, המקום ירחם עליהם ויוציאם יתרו לרווחו מאפה לו לאורו משתיבוד לגאולה, אשתוב עגלו ובזמן קוראים. נאמר אמן, thank you so much for the Talakoff and thank you for your kind words at the beginning of the call. We look forward to having you back on the program for the fifth time in Yerit Hashem in the near future to learn more with And about Rabbi Polikoff and his wonderful community, please visit btwoodmere.org for more information. We hope and pray that all of our collective efforts for safety, strength, and refua, for all those in need, will be answered with Tova for good. Please join us again for our next scheduled program tomorrow on Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern. With hearts full of faith, stay strong, hopeful, and optimistic. Wishing everyone a wonderful, healthy, and safe day.